Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Reverend Albert Okran. From strength to strength, I would like to ask you to turn your Bibles to the book of Psalm 84. And I'll read from verse 4 to verse 7. From strength to strength. Psalm 84, verse 4 to verse 7. It says, Blessed are those who dwell in your house. They will still be praising you, Selah. Blessed is the man whose strength is in you, whose heart is set on pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a spring. The rain also covers it with pools. They go from strength to strength. Each one appears before God. In Zion, may the Lord bless his word. Amen. Psalm 84 highlights the blessedness that comes with dwelling in the house of the Lord. It starts by talking about the beauty of God's house. And the writers, the sons of Korah, talk about their desire, their longing to continually abide in the house of the Lord. And in verse 4 that we read, it says, Blessed, that means empowered to prosper, are those who dwell in God's house. Their mouths shall be full of praise. Why? Because their strength is in God. Their strength is in God. It says, blessed is the man whose strength is in you. Some people find strength in their beauty, some in their fame, some in their finances, their family name. Some find strength in the education that they have, or their wisdom, or even their social connections. All these are good, but they can fail you. Where is your strength. The one whose strength is in Jehovah keeps increasing in strength. And how does that happen? The Bible says that the heart of that person is on a pilgrimage or on a journey. And as they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a well or a spring. The valley of Baca in ancient Israel was a place of drought, a place that was very dry and very unproductive. It was also known as the valley of mourning, the valley of weeping, or the valley of tears. It is not the kind of place you will want to be. 
It was called the Valley of Tears because when travelers get there, they mourn or they weep because of the barrenness and the unproductive hostile terrain. That is the kind of place the Bible is describing as the Valley of Baca. And yet, in that same place of challenge, difficulty, and undesirability, Bible says those whose strength is in the Lord, they dig a spring and water begins to flow. That is your portion. That is strength. But something even more interesting happens. When they dig the well and the water begins to flow, the rain from heaven, God endorses their faith and their action, and rain falls from heaven and covers those wells with pools. That is somebody with advantage having an even greater advantage. And that's what the Bible calls from strength to strength. A place where others are struggling. A place where others do not have hope. You go there and then you break through. And then beyond that breakthrough, a divine grace and a divine strength is superimposed upon your efforts and it gets even better. Even more beautiful. Even more glorious. Somebody understand that in this season, as we walk with God, we are moving from strength to strength. What people are looking at and they are saying, this is beautiful, is about to get even better because we are moving from strength to strength and from glory to glory. Hallelujah. The last time we studied about the eagle and how it soars high above all other birds in great strength. And as we ponder over the subject of moving from strength to strength, I want to stay with the concept of flying and repackage some thoughts I shared a couple of years ago about aviation in a message I called Progress. And so what can we learn about from strength to strength from the airplane or the aircraft? A few years ago, my wife Comfort and I were traveling back home and waiting at the airport to board a plane. And as we sat on the balcony, a glass wall separated us from a number of planes parked on the tarmac. There were different sizes and different types of aircrafts. And on that tarmac, there must have been helicopters, two-seater planes, small planes that probably do only domestic flights, air ambulances, cargo planes, and commercial aeroplanes. Each of these had its own mandate. It also appeared that there were planes that looked dusty and unattended. That means that they had been sitting on the tarmac for a while, either because they were faulty, old, damaged, or the airlines were bankrupt. But in the midst of them all sat a beauty. Upon close inspection, it looked like a jumbo jet, Boeing 747-400. And that bird or that aeroplane looked like an eagle among other birds. It was obviously a statement 
of strength. And so my fertile imagination began to wonder about the size of the aircraft, the volume of fuel it carries, the number of passengers, their total weight, the weight of the luggage, and several other interesting calculations. I pulled out my phone and began to search on the internet for the details of that aircraft, and the first thing I found out shocked me. The 747 carries a minimum of 416 passengers with a maximum takeoff weight of 412,000 kilograms. I tried to wrap my mind around 400,000 or 412,000 kilograms and found out it's about 150 land cruisers. Just imagine 150 land cruisers packed together and flying. It was a wonder. And so I just continued calculating and trying to understand the whole concept. But to my amazement, while I was wondering about how such a huge plane could fly, the attendants were bringing even more containers of luggage and piling them onto the plane. Bringing food, bringing logistics, bringing luggage in big containers. And then the buses began to arrive and hundreds of passengers boarded the plane. Now, after a while, they gave a signal for takeoff and the engines just revved and began to move very slowly. Now, observing from where I sat, it was a matter of great interest. It moved slowly and then when it got onto the main runway, it increased the speed to a maximum speed and a maximum sound and at a particular point, it just took off and disappeared in the clouds. It was a total show of strength. But somehow, I contrasted that picture with the planes that were sitting on the tarmac. I wanted to picture something that is strong, getting even stronger at a place where others are battling with unrealized potential. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert and E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences, and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus two three three two four nine 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 zero zero zero. You may also subscribe to www.albertokran.com, amazon.com or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, always remember, you are blessed indeed. Oh, 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 oh,